welcome back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing, or things that will change the way you view your surfing. Like always, I'm going to start with a question. This is a big one, much requested topic. This will be a little bit longer than the typical ones because I kind of wanted to fit everything in one go without breaking up into like two or three part series. So dive in, tune out. Maybe this is one that you are listening to on the way to the beach. So do you want to get barreled? Who doesn't, right? Has getting barreled been eluding you? Or have you been struggling to get better at it? Feeling like all you're doing is taking a beating? Or is there so much stress around bigger surf and more hollow conditions that you end up pulling backs on waves that could be a barrel? There's this common theme with a lot of surfers and they end up missing the barrel kind of copying it on the head rather than actually pulling in and looking relaxed. They look tense, bent over the hips, all these things. So where do you want your surfing to be? Do you want to be someone who's tucked into that little tight barrel and looks really awkward or someone who looks relaxed and calm in the barrel? I'm not going to sugarcoat this. You have to spend time paying your dues. You're going to have to eat it to get better. You can't go from zero to hero when it comes to learning to get barreled and surfing. For this episode, I'm going to cover six tips you can easily implement in your next surf, and these are all going to help you improve your barrel riding. There's more to getting barreled, obviously, but predominantly reading the ocean, positioning is really going to help, but this you can implement straight away. So here they are. The way you enter a barrel is important. You need to get comfortable or eat it. You're gonna learn to fall. You need to work on your barrel riding stance using busy legs and a quiet upper body. The fifth one being see, do, get. And the sixth, the final one, nailing the takeoff. Usually the thing that holds most people back. I'm also gonna dive into the mindset that's gonna help you to stop holding yourself back and letting fear take control, as well as a drill to help you implement these tips. So that's the overview for this lesson, and we'll slowly go through each one-on-one, and it's gonna make a little bit more sense, some of those titles. The way you enter a barrel is so important and vital, and if you aren't getting barreled or you're trying to work on them, you need to change this first. The way you enter or think about getting barreled is the biggest hurdle you have to overcome. This is also not the easiest either. Most surfers enter a barrel section expecting to get hurt. They bend their backs, tuck into a small ball and close their eyes. At this point, you've given up. You aren't coming out of it. There's no doggy door. There's no back door exit. 
all you've done is decide you may get hurt and should give up and protect yourself. A good surfer will enter the barrel thinking, how will I sneak out of this one? How long can I stay in here? How fast is it sucking up the wave face? And they're only surprised when they get hurt instead of giving up and protecting themselves. You need to set the intent and set yourself up for a success. So for your next wave, that may barrel or will barrel from the start, you need to set the intent. For an average surfer struggling to get barreled, how you prepare or start a barrel is more important than figuring out how to exit. You need experience entering and staying in the barrel. You need to start with a positive outlook and you need to think maybe. You'll make a game of it and think, how long can I stay in the barrel? Make the goal seeing the vision, lower the expectations and make it about entering and getting there first instead of putting the pressure on yourself by saying, this is only going to be good if I squeeze out. There's a previous podcast episode all about this next part, but if you're not comfortable falling, you're not comfortable getting barreled and it's just going to keep leading you. If you're not comfortable falling, you're not comfortable surfing. It's so important to learn how to fall and if your fear is based around your board or you're hitting the sandbank, you're either not going to go near that situation or you're going to help self-manifest these awkward situations. There is so much to cover there, but the main advice is to get used to it. Expose yourself and start expanding that comfort zone. Visualization, there's so many other tools you can use. And if you do find yourself in these positions, which to be blunt, the most common and worst one is when you land in front of your board and your board gets sucked up the wave, which then draws the board back down and then you can land on top of it. You want to make sure that you're well away. So kick your board away from you if you're getting clamped. Or however else you can make yourself sure that you're clear of the wave. You just need to make sure that you and your board are not near each other. The bigger thing of this really is the mental side of freaking out. And there's again a whole previous podcast episode about how to manage fear and bigger waves. And you need to remind yourself roller coaster and enjoy the ride. The hold down will only going to be a few seconds and it's never really that long. The harder thing to do is resist the urge to panic and fight the water. Wait for the wave to let go of you. Resist that urge. Just sit there and think that it's a roller coaster and enjoy the ride. Just let go. And when it does let go of you, then you can easily swim up to the top. This means you also need to stay comfortable in the tube. This isn't just on the takeoff or anywhere else. Tension is the enemy of all good surfing, tube riding included. If you're tense, you're expecting to get hurt and you aren't able to move properly or control your rail or line in the tube. You need to relax and breathe. Breathe out, make a fart noise, whistle, whatever it is that helps you relax. This sounds odd, but you will breathe in just before you wipe out, if you do. The movement required in the tube is fine tuning. There are no major movements unless you need to pump. It's all small adjustments and you can't move to that precision if you're tense. Clenched fists are a big sign of holding on to tension or some kind of intense worry face. 
most people in these situations surprisingly hold their breath the whole time. And if you think you're going to wipe out, being tense and holding your breath before you've wiped out is counterintuitive, isn't it? When it comes to barrel riding, it's all about stance. And your stance, everything stems from it. Every movement and signal to your board comes from your stance. Cutbacks, cross-stepping, whatever it is, stems from your stance. So how is your stance? It's either going to help you to move freely or it's going to impede you. You're going to be unable to move properly and you're going to look really unstylish. The neutral stance is just as important with riding barrels as it is with everything else. A bad stance for tube riding stands out like a sore thumb when you see it. You can't poo man your way out of a barrel. If you're bent over at the hips, head almost leaning into the wave face and butt sticking out, there's so much wrong here. You've got no control over the rails and you can't see where you're going or moving freely. So, your stance for tube riding needs to be a neutral stance allowing you to be front on and seeing where you're going, chest and shoulders roughly pointing where you're going, pointing forwards to the exit. It needs to allow you to compress and vertically tuck into your legs, keeping your upper body straight. Think of this as just you doing a squat, but kind of in this lunging position that your legs are the only thing that's moving and the rest of your body is staying in line. This keeps your center of gravity within yourself and you don't lose your balance. And you need to have the freedom to have both hands in front of you. This allows you to have those slight adjustments while you control your rail or you try and stall in the barrel or any other movements that you need to do. And as always, you need to be relaxed and not tense in your body positioning. If you're unfamiliar with a neutral stance, it's part of our training programs that we develop all of the foundations week by week. You can start a free 14-day trial. The link's in the description. If you're unaware of that and want to work on this part of your surfing plus everything else that we offer in the training programs. So wherever you are now, I want you to work on something. I want you to find some space and your neutral stance. Imagine you're tucking into the barrel and you can compress your knees. And this is for you to figure it out. Can you, from that stance of your neutral stance, get front on? Can you look where you want to go? Look for the exit front side and back side. Can you get low and compressed while keeping your back straight? Can you keep your arms in front of you and use them to make the micro adjustments? Can they guide you the way out to the exit? If you can't and you're unsure there's parts of this process that you don't really understand, this is something you're going to need to work on. If that's how we find the stance, then how do we perfect the stance? How do we use it? And how does this tie back to busy legs and quiet upper body? It's all precise and minute movements. Quiet upper body while the legs are doing all the work. Your legs in this position should be working hard. What this means is that the hands are barely moving. Just keep them forward, aiming for where you're going. Think, point, and look where you want to go. Small movements in your wrists will shift weight to the rail like you're steering a bike and leaning. They don't need to move much. You're just trimming, basically. 
Your front foot is your accelerator and your back foot is your decelerator. Weight onto the front foot and you'll push the board down the wave phase more. Weight onto the back and you'll cause the board to stall and drag in the water. You have to balance these movements out to match the pace of the wave. And you need to be observing the wave with your eyes open to take those cues in of what you need to do. With your arms reaching forward, this will help shift more weight over the front foot. Remember to stay stacked in your stance and not overextending on the reach that you compromise your stance and end up losing balance or bending at the hips. If you have your arms raised above your head or further back, this is going to help you stall. This is a minute adjustment. Otherwise, we all know you can arm stall, but be ready for your legs to make that sudden adjustment when you stick your arm into the face and try and slow down. The legs are interpreting all these small movements and constantly battling the water being sucked up the wave face. They're going to be working a lot. This is where you need to remember the power zones and the bottom power zone is drawing up the wave face. It's the strongest in the tube. You have to resist that with your legs to be able to pick a line and hold your rail. This is all pressure on the legs and small movements to keep you in place. Slow down your movements in a compressed neutral stance. Focus on keeping control of your rail. If you're struggling to help guide your stance in the tube, this one little hack is gonna help you find it. And that's, you wanna put your ear closest to the wave face, closer to it. Yep, your ear practically on the face of the wave. The idea is that if you're side on, this will put you into a better front on position to actually see the exit and see where you're going, but then cause you to lean on your inside rail as you move and lean closer to the wave to put your ear closer to it. This sets the stance in line. You're now looking where you wanna go. You've got pressure on the rail and from this position, you'll fit tighter into the curve of the barrel. This also doubles up as a trigger word and a way to help distract your brain from all the negatives. And if you're struggling to understand this busy legs, quiet upper body concept, in the description for this episode, you'll have the full show notes and you'll have the full written guide for this. Within that, there's a clip of Mason Ho and there's also a clip of Taj Burrow. And both of these guys, you'll notice in their stance and the way that they move is they don't look like they're moving a lot but their legs are working so heavy in both scenarios of tube riding. It's a really important lesson to see and see what more advanced surfers are doing compared to the average surfer. The next tip in improving your barrel riding and getting barreled or finding yourself in these situations is see, do, get. And this kind of comes from self-help, but it links back to the first point. If your eyes are closed, you're never making it out. If you close your eyes expecting to come out, you aren't. You've given up. You need to keep your eyes open. You can't expect to navigate and take all that information in that you need if your eyes are closed. You can't work on feeling alone. Wherever you're looking is where you're going. If you look down in the barrel, you're gonna project down and mostly you're gonna go over the front of the, the board. The key here is always watching what the wave is doing, interpreting how the power zone is sucking up the wave 
to predict what the wave will do. If you're looking ahead and not directly down in front of you, you'll be seeing what the wave will do. You need to be looking towards the exit. This comes with time, awareness and experience, but there is no time like now to start practicing. If you can see the wave is bottoming out faster ahead of you, you need to accelerate. If it's going fat, it could slow down or clamp. The difference is in how fat it gets. There's a great tip that in bow riding, you want to be looking up at the lip, and this will help guide you as well. Your peripheral vision will take in all the other bits of detail, and this will keep your stance stacked and calm. Don't race out ahead of the barrel. There's nothing worse than your leggy getting barreled instead of you. Other than the mental side of surfing, steeper waves, hollow waves, and barrel riding, a lot of people are going to struggle on the takeoff, and you need to nail it. But for now, the goal is to slow it down. Most beach breaks, it's not go, 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 go. The wave has to draw off the bottom and throw over at the top. This takes time. So if you think it will barrel on takeoff, you need to slow it down so you can put yourself in the tube and not race off down towards the shoulder. Fade if you have to. Take off on a slight angle towards the opposite direction and bottom turn into it with a quick stall and then accelerate to match the wave. Unless you're backdooring it or super late takeoffs, which is a whole other topic, which is also nailing the takeoff is such a broad topic that that's actually going to be two weeks time podcast, which goes along with this podcast episode. And I wanted to give it its own time so that you can focus on kind of one thing at a time and not be overwhelmed by so many different things. But when we're thinking about this, speed kills. And if you have a think about your surfing, how many barrels have you missed by racing ahead of the wave just for a mate to go, what were you doing? For the average surfer, the struggle is to get into the barrel, not to keep up with it. So stop racing ahead and slow it down. Put yourself in position, stay in the pocket, let it break over you, and if you need to race, then race. It feels better to be too deep than it does to miss the barrel completely. As I've mentioned, with steep takeoffs and getting barreled, the mental hurdles we have to go over to commit is usually the biggest issue for most average surfers. And it's usually what's going to stop us from even getting barreled in the first place or even taking off committing to that. So like earlier, you need to switch off the mental side of your brain and stop giving control over to your fears. This is usually seen in looking at the bottom of the wave as it bottoms out instead of looking where you want to go. If you look down, you'll send the signal to your board to go there and nosedive. To buck this, look up and down the line. You need to pair this with the confidence of forgetting about your pop-up. If you give it power or doubt, you're going to stuff it up. Take focus away from it and focus on what is happening rather than what you're doing. This is a whole other topic and it's going to be broken down into, future, into steps for the steep takeoffs and how to quiet the mental noise of paddling into a wave. A quick tip is to practically stick your tongue out and make the most obscene noises you can to psych yourself up and stop thinking. 
The thoughts will be more on making the noise and the body just needs to act. And that whole concept there is next week's podcast. Just to get out of the mental side of these pop-up issues and steeper takeoffs with the following weeks all about the steep takeoffs. So how do we train this in your surfing then? Other than just going out and eating it a lot, here are a couple of drills to practice. And all of these kind of help focus on bringing up your exposure, increasing your comfort zone, and working on some of these tips where you can see what's going on, that the way that you enter the barrel becomes so much more important while also allowing you to fall and get comfortable falling, get comfortable with the power of the waves, and also work on finding the line, work on finding your exit and your stance and getting over the mental hurdles. These are all ways that you can approach these issues in your barrel riding to start getting barreled. This first drill is going to sound confusing for some people, but I want you to go out body surfing to get over the fear and position better. And I want you to go get barreled body surfing. And this is one of the best things you can do as an average surfer. When the waves are uncomfortable, getting rid of your surfboard will ease that fear. Body surfing is also going to force you to position better. You're going to take later drops and just have fun with it. When you're body surfing, you have to catch the wave in the pocket. You don't have any extra volume to help you. You need all the power in the wave. The other benefit is you can't pump and you can't race ahead of the wave. It introduces you to staying in the pocket and feeling what the wave is doing when it's more powerful. Ditch the board, head up with a pair of swim fins or flippers, whatever you call them, and have a hand plane. And just start having fun. Have a go with it. Play with it. Try picking better lines. Try to throw yourself into every half okay looking wave and just get comfortable being there. The other plus to this is the waves can be smaller for you to get barreled. If you aren't a confident swimmer and the waves are much bigger or the water's moving a lot, don't recommend this. Assess the conditions to suit your level. The next drill that you can work on is just practicing being in the pocket. Possibly one of the most important things that the average surfer doesn't do. And you can do this without the waves barreling. And this is to help you with that anticipation and reading the waves. So all I want you to do is to get into neutral stance and practice compressing into your knees with a straight back. You can do this anywhere and you can train that muscle memory. If you want to learn how to make those micro adjustments with your hands, just sit as deep as you can in the pocket and find that stance again. But now learn how those small adjustments in your hands affect your line and speed. You'll notice your hands will do little and your legs are going to do most of the work. The biggest thing that's going to hold you back from this is this fear of wasting waves. It's this fear of like, I've got to go. There's things here. I'm missing out on this, this, and this. Shiny toy syndrome that we all get as surfers. The goal is not to half-bake attempt these turns and rush out or do whatever it is that we do. The goal is to sit in the pocket and learn what it feels like to be in the pocket. And we do that by forgetting about everything else and just focusing on what we're doing. So you need to let go of that fear of wasting a wave or being stuck behind the whitewash because if you can't fail, you can't learn. And if you can't learn, you can't grow. You need to distract 
you need to get rid of all those other distractions and just focus on the here and now, which is be in the pocket and stay there, work on the stance and figure out how these things all connect. The final drill to help you work on this is to surf closeouts. And most people might roll their eyes and be like, ah, closeouts, I don't want to do that. But closeouts are fantastic to train yourself to have a positive attitude, to keep your eyes open and everything else, to see do you get, to get into these stances. You know, or at least expect the wave isn't going to let you out. So now it's about how can you get in? How deep can you get? And how long can you stay in? It's not about success. It's now just about doing and trying because you've lowered the expectations on yourself of, I don't expect to come out of this. It's now play and there's no pressure. It's just fun. You've probably done this on like waist high crappy days, but now's the time to do it on bigger days. This is also going to help you get comfortable. This is such an amazing experience of just allowing yourself to do without all the other issues. You're lowering that mental barrier and learning all the skills you need so that when the days allow it, or if the section allows it, you can come out of that barrel. So in summary, I want you to remember this. You need more experience getting into a barrel and staying in there. You need more time finding the perfect exit. If you start with a bent over back, eyes closed, or an attitude of, I'm not making this out, you're not gonna be making it out. You've given up already before it's even started. You need to go get comfortable falling and let go during your wipeouts. Remember roller coaster and wait for the wave to let you go. And when you do get up and you find your feet, find your neutral stance and learn to compress into the knees and not bent at the back. You wanna be able to see everything going on and not struggling to move or respond to the wave. Breathe and remove tension in the body. When you're in that position, your hands need to be stable with your legs doing all the work. You can then use your hands to make minor adjustments to help your line or improve the speed or decelerate and stall. And where you're looking is where you're going. Keep your eyes open, look forward or to the top of the lip and keep the stance stacked while being able to read the wave. If you start the takeoff, by either ejecting the brain and focusing on what the wave is doing rather than yourself and don't race ahead of it, you're gonna have such an easier time. Be patient and let it barrel. Just put yourself in position, that's all you need to do. This is obviously not a gold standard for everything and there is so much more to get barreled. Late takeoffs, steep takeoffs, fear, positioning, staying in the pocket and reading the wave. But these tips are gonna help start finding more success when you find a barrel. There's so much nuance and every wave is different and waves barrel differently. But for the average surfer, these are the things holding them back. And that for most cases, they're holding themselves back. So you need to find a way of how can I relax and just do, get into the moment and have a go. Lower the expectations, set realistic goals. All of those kind of things are gonna help you massively. If you'd like to improve your surfing, you can start a 14-day free trial with our Ombi Surf training programs. There are beginner and intermediate guided pathway follow-along structured training programs being six or 12 sessions long. And there's also 
maneuver deep dives if you want to focus on just one maneuver with a structured training approach with drills for beginners intermediates and advanced you'll find that in the show notes or the description below and if you're still unsure and you want to know more about ombi there's also the free ombi method training program it's going to explain so much about surfing how we behave how we respond in certain different ways and it's going to give you some training that you can do that you can start getting some quick wins that's completely free and you'll find the description in the show notes as well so has this psyched you up to go out and start working on your barrels has it opened your eyes to some of the mistakes you've been making has this given you the tips you need to break through some dirty habits are you going to go out and surf closeouts or straight handers with a whole new outlook on what you could do in them or do you have your own tips to add? I'd love to know. You can reach out anytime, either message me in the app or send me an email to info You can also make an episode suggestion with the links in the description below. And if you've been enjoying these podcasts, it'd mean a lot if you leave a review, share it with a friend if you know someone that needs some of this advice. And next week, I'm going to follow up this whole topic here with how you can eject your brain and just do. It's going to be important for people who struggle with their pop-up, struggle with fear and anxiety on steeper, hollower waves, like what this whole episode's about. So that'll be next week, and the week after, it's entirely dedicated to steep takeoffs. And I've wanted to set this out so that you have one after the other, and it can kind of build on the knowledge without overcomplicating it and making it one really big episode. So until then, I'll see you next time.